Hey, empaths. My name is Tatiana. I'm T. I'm Arkea. And you are listening to the Empathetic Black Hottie Podcast. We're three licensed psychotherapists here to be another resource in your wellness toolkit. Where our motto is, when it comes to our couch, you you can can always sit with us. Is it me looking for? <laughs> we'll start right there. Hey guys, welcome back. Ooh, welcome back. Wait, there's this girl on TikTok. She's always like, "Hey guys, welcome back to What Are You Today?" Remember, I'm fat and I don't eat healthy. <laughs> <laughs> Just let it all out. <laughs> well. Is she like a food queen? Not really. She just be like busy eating. Yeah, she's she giving. Breakfast? What is she like? What I eat in a day type of thing, mm-hmm. like breakfast, lunch, dinner. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm sure people be tearing her up. Like that's why you fat now. You be eating. Blah, yeah. uh, I don't know. That's though. why she. I don't, I don't be in the comments. She be like at the end. She be like, "What'd you eat today?" And I just, that's the only time I go in the comments. <laughs> I see a witch. <laughs> what a time what you're is, in, um, Sheree. What happened to? Hello, how are you? My name is. The girl started out. First of all, don't say what the fuck you gotta like. Whoa, hello. Cool. I hate that too. I hate when people start without saying hello, especially if they need something. Mm-hmm. They're fire signs. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Me and T just had a conversation about that. About starting without saying. To hello. understand just how fire signs speak and ask questions. Because mm-hmm. we come straight up, no niceties, no. Hey, how are you? We're just like. Hey, um, maybe not. I was about to say hey, but like no hey. Just ask the question. Mm-hmm. You always gotta say hello. They gotta buffer it. Hey boo, how you doing? What no, you, you don't. To? You do. Yes, it's polite. You gotta buffer, and then you ask for what you want. Or I not think, buffer. I, for me, it's courtesy. courtesy. Like you need something for me. Say hello. Yeah. I think it depends on the relationship you have with the person. I would say for fire signs out there, that shows that they're comfortable with. with comfortable with you that they don't feel like they have to do it we do it because mm. we know that it's socially acceptable but mm-hmm. when i actually fuck with a person i'm not going to do it because i know i don't have to do it with you because you know that i fuck with you like my friends i'm just going to ask them a question i feel like i still be like hey boo how you mm-hmm. doing yeah <laughs> all <laughs> no right matter what. do you all feel like i ask y'all questions in a rude way probably sometimes i don't think it's i think yeah the friendship makes it like it doesn't stick with me but well, shout out to the fire signs because we're we're trying. I'm trying to think. I don't remember. I don't think you do as much as you think you do. Like yeah. even in the group, you like good morning. You See? have done it, yeah. Mm-hmm. You have done a couple times where you do just pop a question in the in the chat though, with no preference. No, that doesn't bother <laughs> me as much. But we were talking about a specific situation. It was somebody else that was an actual fire sign. And I was just trying to explain. Because I don't think um, I do do it. But I understand how you have, like, when people don't, what they're thinking. Mm-hmm. I do think about it. But the, the thing is, I have to think about it. Because my first reaction is to not do it. Like, if I send an email, mm-hmm. I'll just start the first. <laughs> the skeleton in my email is just the question. And then so I have to go back it. and think like other people. And then I add in, they're like, good morning or happy Monday. Mm-hmm. I love a happy Monday. Happy but my Friday. real me is not putting that in. I have to put it in because I have to think of my audience. Yeah. So the, the nicety is second part. <laughs> okay. Understandable. So I'm like, oh, that person just didn't think to add on the other part because they're a fire sign. Mm. Okay. Yeah. To the background. So, guys, we're getting on today. Yes, today our theme is unpopular opinions. Mm-hmm. Unpopular hot takes. So you'll get it in the holding space. There's our shooting the shit unpopular hot takes. And then clinical unpopular hot takes. Yes. yes. Who wants to go first? Does everybody have theirs? Mm-hmm. Yes. 
I can start because mine is literally goes with the word hot. <laughs> I do not have a particular hot sauce, y'all. I really fucking don't. And I know some people are so particular about their hot sauce. Um, yeah. So you just grab whatever you see when you go in? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm with her. What? You I don't I don't have any <laughs> we talked about this and I'm still surprised. <laughs> I don't I don't have when people are like I don't fuck with Texas P. I just named it. I don't Texas even know if that's P the one. Texas P is not good. See, I don't know. I, uh, I'm i going to eat it, but it, I feel like it's a little salty, but I'm going to eat it. I like Crystal. I like Maybe. The, that's not because here's the thing. I don't dislike many of them. I actually just like them all, but they're different. Okay. You know what? Maybe this is our, because you got a fire moon. I have mm -hmm. a fire sun. I think sometimes I'll eat something after and I'll be like, oh, I didn't really like that. But I did not <laughs> note in my head what brand it was mm -hmm. so I can stay away. But I'll just probably feel that way every once in a while when I come in contact with yeah. it. But I didn't put two and two together what was wrong. So how do you feel about sriracha? No, yuck. It's not hot sauce. Do not put it in the hot sauce category. Yeah, okay. It's too thick or okay. something. No, but I don't think it's in the hot sauce category either, but I do like sriracha. I, we just, in this household, we just realized as African Americans that we did not own fucking hot sauce, but we have sriracha in here. I actually discovered that about myself yeah, too. Me but too. I think it's because I went through the hot sauce and I don't go through the horacha. Or dada. Oh my gosh, speaking of, that sounds like a good read. Rita's used to have that flavor. They did? Yeah, I feel like they did. Rita's? Rita's, y'all. I hit orchata. What Where y'all was? What section was you in? <laughs> Yo, I was, that was when, back in the day in Family Base. Up there, what? we used to work. They had it? They had I'm thinking, it. I'm you know, Hunter and Park or something. Yeah. I know, right now. Shout out North Penn District. <laughs> y'all randomly had that Rita's up there. What? That's so fucking random. So weird. They had a, they had a nice little, uh. They need to actually Let's bring circle it back. Right? Let's bring it back. Let's circle that back. That actually might be lit. It's popular good. or chata? Not popular at the hot. Did sauce. you have it? The horchata? Yeah. yeah, as soon as I saw it, I said, yeah. Oh, it was good, that. wasn't it? Yeah, low-key tastes like the cojita. <laughs> really? Oh, yeah, I need what to listen the to the block. I didn't even know that that was a thing. Mm -hmm. And then North Penn, that's rude. That's How do you have it out there? Let's talk about, yeah, no. I know we're getting off of hot sauce yes, for a minute, completely. but that's, I, okay. They that's actually, their brain was braining when they thought of that. <laughs> I know, right? And why would they, why would they advertise it in that area? In that area, of all areas. And that's probably why it's not there anymore, because it didn't do well. But if I, I just told y'all where y'all market is, okay? <laughs> rude. And around here, bring it around here, because I'll eat it. But that's yeah, really that's crazy. But, but yeah, I, I did have sriracha in my house, but I don't know what I use it on. First of all, it was a last resort, but I'll, maybe like Asian dishes, like yeah. See, and that's I guess that's but where I like hot sauce on my Asian dishes too. I'll splash some hot Niggas. sauce in my ram in my ramen. So my thing, no, I will some ramen. Yes. Well, that's because that's that's very black coated. I mean, yeah. But my black favorite people appropriated ramen. We did. Culture. But my favorite is um, Trader Joe's. They have a um, habanero hot sauce. That's oh, my that one's good. The the green one or the red one? Red. It's like orangey. Yeah. And it's in a it's little good. bottle. That now that might be my favorite hot sauce. People begin with me because I really like. I really fuck with Cholula. I like them. That's the one with the little wood top. Mm -hmm. Maybe they're, I might just. Probably I, top just five. I don't. I really don't know the differences. Give me anything, and I may have a. They, I just don't can't. know what my opinion would be. They really taste different. Am I the only one that's noticing? I, I mean, know. I do think the salt level I mean, I on, the, across the, the board is high. I think the gets it, but <laughs> I just don't get it. I'm just, I guess, I don't... Because yeah, if I had a go-to, my go-to probably be the Trader Joe's one. It's, it's a mix. The orchata was a mix Cream. of cinnamon and vanilla. Mm. Mm. And they had the... um Gelato. Yes. 
That's wild. So I'll be writing to corporate after this. Nah, I think we all, everybody, all of the impacts. <laughs> right into Rita's. Right into corporate right Next now. Next season, we what? want Orchata back. Nah, That's real. crazy. That's wild. So we had two conversations right there, but that is my <laughs> unpopular take. Like, I'm going to eat it regardless. But okay. I love sriracha. And y'all know, I dip things in um, a sriracha mayo in this house all the time. I love a That's sriracha what I have mayo. I really rarely am just like flat out putting plain sriracha on stuff. Mm. But I'm like mixing sriracha in things. What mayonnaise do you use? Now, because I'm a red-blooded American, <laughs> it's Hellerman's. Okay. It's I'm only not... one right answer there. Why? Dukes is coming back, y'all. It's making a strong comeback on the East Coast. Dukes? Yeah. Do I know what that one is? It's the yellow know. one. They're actually the same, but they had to be named different. Mm. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'll do also because, once again, Philly Born and Bread, I'll do a bowl and basket because that's a shop right brand. <laughs> I know. I'll do a bowl and basket. I like their, I like their, market, their brand, um, packaging. Miracle it is cute. No. You're Miracle going Whip. to hell. Yeah, that's no. why I asked. Mm-hmm. That's 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 like a really dressing at the end. The mm-hmm. aftertaste of Miracle Whip. Mm-hmm. And I used to think it was bougie. I used to want to try it. Then I tried it. I was like, ugh. She's like, <laughs> diet <laughs> mayonnaise. So, nasty. quick story about young me. We used to live, my parents still live there, but we lived directly across the street from a, um, a Acme. So, as a kid, like, my mom, when she needed stuff, that was like my chores where I had to run to the market and get shit. Mm-hmm. And she said she needed mayonnaise. And I came with Miracle Whip. Mm-hmm. when i tell you i truly because maybe i was like 10 i'm like mom i got mayonnaise she was like what the hell is this i'm like <laughs> i would make my kids finish it they would eat that miracle whip all season she yeah. just made me go and return it she was like you, and you better have had the receipt and i just had to go back to market and bring it back but i literally was like i'm so confused i also bought the wrong ice cream before she told me to get butter pecan and i felt like i was doing a good <laughs> service i got a big thing of briars for her mm double the size mm-hmm. i was like hello here you go butter pecan and she literally called my grandma she was like the disrespect <laughs> she was like clearly it's hagen dazs but i'm like oh, oh, she's pricey yeah Bri- just, why does she not like briars i feel like briars is creamier mm, they be tasting like kind of i don't know it's like this Maybe chalky thing oh, yeah like milky it's like yeah it like a milky. grainy thing to me that i never now i am just like my mom where mm-hmm. like i only do hagen dazs or what is the other one that I really like now. Talenti. Yeah. Only two. Mm-hmm. But like a, um, what's the other one? But the two men. Oh, Ben and Jerry. Ben yes. and Jerry. I'm not a big Ben and Jerry. Sometimes on the right, I, I like it depends. I like chaotic ice cream. Like, put as much in there as I was about to say, one possible. thing about Ben and Jerry, they don't put some shit where I'm like, excuse <laughs> me. And then they got potato gonna, chips and shit in one. They gonna name it something chaotic too, which I love. Um, you know what the Penn State? Mm-hmm. Speaking mm-hmm. of... Mm-hmm. You watched last night? Oh, no, I didn't. Oh, girl. We she got a piss they had. Liar! Right? We want some ass. <laughs> Liar! Bitch, I told people, you part of my two and a half friends that give a fuck about football. So, like, I know, on, but I was out. Don't lose there. your half. Sorry. Yeah. My bad. No, I I'll be there for the you. next one. But, yes, Penn State listeners, we won last night. We coming out the gate. Who did they play? Um, West Virginia. Oh, okay. <laughs> I have to hold that schedule now, up on my fridge. Go ahead. No. What? Do you see? We are big. <laughs> did you think i was going to say that no okay i don't think she thought that i didn't think that either <laughs> what did go she ahead do? say it Motherfucker. <laughs> oh no i was not expecting that what did Surprise you think she was going to say nothing i'll say it off my head oh, okay okay, yeah, okay we got a new quarterback and you are a backup quarterback they was they was out there now our kicker you can come Need see some me time? wow mm-hmm. he was missing child like a regular from extra 38. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's bad. No, he wasn't. Bitch is ass. <laughs> I'm trying to control. But anyway, so my take unpopular take was... your body language that it was bad. Hot sauce. <laughs> what, what's y'all unpopular take? So, <laughs> yeah, I my, should go last. My unpopular take is that, listen, because it's been a slew of <laughs> y'all and y'all hair shit. Mm. And y'all talking about my hairstylist beat me to the white me whatever y'all saying <laughs> my hot take is that or my unpopular opinions i don't care i don't want to see it i'm tired because mm. we all know i feel like there's it's like a, a lot of relationship it is my i feel like there's now some red sign red flags that you could tell that they're on bullshit yep. and i just feel like absolutely and maybe it's my age I don't got time. If you talk to me mean in your in your booking site, fuck you. But that's what I mean. Don't let yes. them abuse your time. Yes. Yeah, I don't like when people get real snippy. And if you text them like, hey, like, should I wash my hair? And they be like, dummy. Of course you are, stupid bitch. I be mm-hmm. like, uh-huh. Billy. <laughs> or, uh-huh. Black. Like, there's little mm-hmm. things that I see leading up to the appointment to let me know. Mm-hmm. If your bio looks like you cussing me out, no. Yeah. If it looks like you yelling at me in your bio, I'm not mm-hmm. even booking. When we go to book and they have like 20 things that you can't do. Those big like, X's, girl. exclamation points with the <laughs> red, red emoji. emoji. Yes. Mm-mm. Yeah, there's, I just feel like, and, and maybe I'll give grace for the fact that I feel, I'm going to assume that all the girls on TikTok, wherever, that be having these problems with a hairstylist, I'm going to assume that y'all all 21, 22, 23, because in it this big young. age, I'm, I've been off of that. I had one time. Where someone played in my face. Mm-hmm. To get your hair braided? No, this was actually, I got a, um, what the hell, not frontal. Um, closure? A closure done mm-hmm. to a girl. And she played in my face and I had to go full, not full. Full? Basically, mid. I was Just mid. Mid <laughs> man. But I wasn't sitting there waiting. Like the girl that went viral, like she was asking her like, can you please do my hair? And like sitting crying. The girl was like, well, you was talking crazy. So no. And she's crying, begging the girl like, Cause it was that. like her wedding, like stakes were high, but no, still no. Fuck that. And then my thing no. is, after you have this, you want someone that's acting like that in inside of your You're head, me. Mm-hmm. touching your scalp. Mm-mm. You want someone with that attitude. I'm not begging you to do shit, especially like that's like cursing somebody out and then be like and make my food, bitch. If you think they're right. gonna, mm-hmm. after we get to that point, I already know that it's over. It's canceled. I gotta figure something out. But the one time a girl number one she came late as fuck i remember sitting out in my car for like an hour and a half she finally came and she had she was staying i remember going into the um into the salon she said something smart i sat down for a second and i really thought i'm like fuck this and i left Mm. and she texted me after and was like i hope you know you're not getting your deposit bag but and i was just like fuck you bitch and i blocked her And then I just drove around Dermatel Avenue looking for someone to do my hair. But I'm like, anybody at this point, yeah. I'm not. Maybe that's prideful, but I was like, I'm done. And I'm not doing this. I don't care who the fuck you are. I don't care. I'll go walking around looking like a bald head scallywag before you go and do my fucking hair, bitch. Fuck you. Mm-hmm. Okay. So. No, that's fine. Some people take it up to the board. Take it up to the what? And that's that's the earth signs. Because <laughs> oh. I would. Take some of these right people the certification me, board. I'm just not that. You don't got to worry about doing my hair. You don't got to worry about doing nobody's hair ever again. But that's the problem, though. They don't be licensed. They don't be mm-hmm. licensed exactly. to do hair. They can just, they they just know how to do it and create it a whole, you know, mm-hmm. platform from that. But they don't be licensed. But to be, I don't know, fair. But to add another perspective in, cosmetology school is still, and 
kind of white lean not kind of white leaning mm, white yeah, leaning and yeah. specifically anti-black so when they do i get the means of not going to cosmetology school to be a professional braider because they don't teach that they don't teach yeah. the nurturement or the um, nourishment that black hair needs black hair education you're going to school to dye white women's hair and, and give a blunt cut or shit like that and then your main role in the community is to, to do braids and stuff mm-hmm. so i think that's overall kind of like how we have our criticism for the aca like our federation yeah. they need to chat like that needs to be challenged more across the board um mm-hmm. because they're going to school for one thing and practicing another so for them that's an investment that doesn't feel like an investment yeah i um, get that but that doesn't mean you treat me like shit right i just saw on tiktok a girl um no wait it also making me even think did y'all see the whole controversy with don't call me white girl not um shouting out her braider on the breakfast club mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but i do know she kind of sets the tone am i thinking of her there's definitely influencers who are like if i'm just getting a service i'm not paying and i'm paying yeah, for it that was her okay yeah go ahead pretty much basically like she was on the breakfast club she got these tiny ass but like i brandy. think they were like butt lane cinderella mm-hmm. brandy um micros oh, and she paid fifteen honey well for it yeah. and she said that they were doing her hair for like 16 hours mm-hmm. and um they was like you want to shout the braider she was like no i fucking pay for these i ain't shouting them out and right. i was like mm-hmm. makes sense and i was talking about it to kamal and he just was like oh like i don't get like what's the big deal and i'm like also maybe this is also my unpopular opinion i feel like she probably had a bad experience if i have a good experience i'm doing it i want to do it if i i'm like what people really aren't reading between the lines is she was probably a bitch she's probably like the people i'm talking about in this opinion she's probably an asshole she probably came late that's probably why she didn't Mm -hmm. shout her out if she had a good experience i feel like i would be like go to braze vibe but it's like why are we not reading between the lines people i'm not shouting out if i got my hair done and i literally almost fought the bitch mm-hmm. an hour beforehand i probably wouldn't go yelling on the mountaintops about it so i feel like we're all not reading the, between the lines about that That's but true. it was just weird people were calling in like that was rude you could have uplifted a black woman and she's like i paid for it like why the fuck am i yeah that's the shout out like i fucking patroned your business mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. my secret hot take about that is that she probably didn't have a good experience with the girl so <laughs> yeah right because she definitely doesn't give seem like one to keep cute at all mm-hmm. yeah yeah so i don't think it's that i think she's actually playing it nice y'all <laughs> y'all should shut the fuck up did yeah, y'all ever have a spicy hair experience spicy yeah oh wait, yeah <laughs> uh, why did least spice want to be the least spiciest of this group definitely had a spicy moment um yeah, she just wasn't a good person. <laughs> She's a bad human. Like professionalism aside, <laughs> professionalism aside, I mean, she definitely didn't have that. But I do, I just don't think she was a good person. Because well, you, happened? so I, it was a while ago. I think it was even was it Temple? It might have been a little bit before I even met y'all. Um, so I went to get my hair done. I don't know. Probably was like regular time. Like let's say like eight a.m. Um, and she just kept stopping to do stuff like she would go outside and talk to her man on the phone she went to like the store one time she literally just lay down in the fucking studio and was like Stop. my stomach hurts i'm not feeling well and oh just like God. lay down i'm like what is going on i had um, a stylist do it before but i'm related to them so i let them be great but i was still <laughs> and i was still pissed with her but right. girl she was on the phone with him kept arguing she went outside to argue with him i don't think he actually pulled up i can't remember i don't think he did but i think she just kept like leaving Stop. to go talk to him um so i ended up being there all I would tell, day. come inside 
So y'all can talk multitask. You talk to the nigga. He come, come in, bro. I don't care if you cussing him out. Cuss him out all you want. Braid my hair while you cussing him out. Right. I love when so, South yeah, do that. Bro. It's my entertainment too. I don't need to be having my headphones in because I can just listen Hello. to y'all fight. Mm-hmm. Y'all know I, I'm not here for drama, but I like listening to it. So I'm cool if I get a little show on the side of you doing my hair. Absolutely. That's some of my favorite appointments. They arguing <laughs> with their baby dad, and bro. I be like, ooh. ooh. <laughs> Fingers keep going, but argue. Curse yes. his ass out. And finish my hair. Um, so, yeah, so y'all know my mom be the battery pack in my bag sometimes. And she was like, bitch, you better not come back out to this car. And then gave her all the fucking money that she was charging you for those braids. So, I think only gave her like $50. Wait, you <gasps> What did you get? You What did you get? <laughs> I got box braids. It was like the box How braids. How did you say? What did you So... You know, I had the backup towards the door. We know that I'm, I'm it's a fight or flight situation going on right here. Um, so after she was done and she like did my hair and everything, her fr- and it was her friend in there too. So that was another thing. So I had my mom like on speed dial. She was right outside. Right, right. Because gotcha. I'm like, it was another friend in there. But she was minding her fucking business. And that's how I know that I was right because her friend didn't say shit. She was sweeping the back and didn't say any fucking mm-hmm. thing. So okay. I just went up to her and um, she like was telling me like the rest, like how much I owed or whatever. And I was like, I'm not giving you that because I just felt like you weren't here. Like you, I, and and that's another thing. I was supposed to be out of there by a certain time because I had an appointment at Apple for to fix my fucking phone. So, I, for instance, I had to be out of there by like three. I didn't leave there until like probably seven, maybe that's, even eight, bro. I was there for like twelve fucking hours. No, that was so, a situation. Literally. Exactly. So I was like, absolutely not. So I was like, I, I'm don't, I, you don't deserve all this money. I can't remember exactly how I said it, but I just told her I'm not giving you all this because right, you were happening. just c- super inconsiderate. The same thing. She was like, "Well, just so you know, you're not getting your hair done by me anymore." Girl, do you think I want to come back to your fucking ass again, dummy? I'm not coming back here. But like, so no, I'm not sorry. Yeah, so I just gave her that and scraped my ass out of the fucking. This relationship is dissolved. Duh. Right, right, right. I hate you, you hate me. <laughs> Bruh, me and my mom took that money to dinner. <laughs> and we went to go eat. But did y'all see the TikTok where the girl gave only half and then the guy came and oh with the knife? <laughs> I'm really, I'm sorry, y'all, but TikTok, the girl was like, let me tell y'all a story about how this girl's boyfriend chased me out of her house with a knife. Chased me out of my house. <laughs> It's literally the whole explain your whole story. That's literally what happened with the girls in Atlanta. Well, thank God I didn't get chased by. But she was in because you know the girls they be doing hair out of her house. She was in the girl's house. The girl was arguing with her baby father the whole time, Mm. going up and down the different floors. I guess the baby father was upstairs, whatever. She took hours. The girl was like, "Listen, I'm not paying you all of it." And as Mm -hmm. soon as she said it, she (laughs) yelled up. She was like, "She not paying." The guy come running down the steps. I know she skipped the last two steps. I know oh my god! Y'all was beefing the whole time. Now y'all united, right? Now y'all united. Now y'all united. Fuck y'all! But as soon as he came running, she came running too. So she was running from her car. But once he like caught up to her, he was like, "Just pay her." And she was like, "No." Yeah. What? But I don't give her her this. Also, he definitely was all bark, no bite. As soon as he got close, he was like, "Yeah." Because what you have to do? Beat me? Well, honestly, let's not. No, and some people will. But no. I, that definitely—it was just very cartoonish. Like she's not paying. 
saying you first of all if I were to be in that situation y'all would be outside before I deliver the verdict of you're not getting paid yeah like yeah. I definitely like, I would still be walking to my car like and I'm not hanging about yeah, driving girl, off like, I would sit that shit right by the door you thought mm-hmm. I was mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I would go to the bathroom an hour out make sure I pack everything I need mm-hmm. <laughs> not you get me real and shit mm-hmm. I only paid ass <laughs> you start running girl mm-hmm. no and I like need y'all outside like my passenger journeys to be open mm-hmm. I'm skipping the last two steps <laughs> I'm sorry but this was some brave shit Marcia that, that was, was in black girl world that's like oh, all that I feel I like, like you deserve like one of those silver belts like Marquita tore her, bitch not. her hair you talking about throat chakra girl that shit was Marquita that tore day. her hair so that she's not gonna pay it's like that's some noble peace prize mm-hmm. shit. Purple but heart. Part of it was that, just like that is oh, a purple heart. Thank you. Part of it was my mom though, because I knew I couldn't go. You know when they be like, you have to go out there and beat that bitch ass. You cannot come back in this house. That was mm-hmm. literally me. Like I could not go to that car with no money. Mm-hmm. <laughs> some some things make something. you earn your stripes in the world, but so, that was that's very. And also though, she really did not deserve that. Like bitch, ain't no way that you kept me here for twelve hours when my hair should have been done probably four six hours ago. You bitches are like, lacking mm-hmm. professionalism. And it's but just not when they don't have a license they're not which is like also a threat right. to their operation but they don't have to operate any under any board regulations mm-hmm. and you know we kind of consent to that going into that but yeah. that's my thing fuck regulations it's just about how do you maintain a business like people aren't going to keep going back to someone that mm-hmm. is just not they don't run a good business that gives you their ass to kiss it's like right. okay fuck what the state tells you you have to do it's just like do you want people to come back right so you can get people to come you in one time mm-hmm. but they're not going to keep coming back like i want a person that all right i'm getting braids for this trip okay now i want to bob because it's our anniversary or i'm taking pictures for this thing and i want to do like mm-hmm. it makes it easy it makes your life easier when you just got one person that you could just keep going to but you people keep <laughs> just making it so you go in one time and no, then no. but once again at my old age i'm not doing it anyway yeah. i have and my one my person and we do good and we do good business but it's like y'all gotta get y'all professionalism up yeah. grow up and i shouldn't have gone to her too that was my fault because i had you know you have people that you normally go to and they like for every reason can't do your hair that day that you want it done so you just do something else or go somewhere else that's what happened so my ass i knew better i should have stuck to my african shop at that time and just been like i'm gonna go here and get it done so yeah so what's your unpopular take <sighs> Don't She's been doing this more now. I'm don't hate nervous. me, y'all. <laughs> no, I really don't think you can, y'all gonna care. I don't know if y'all gonna agree with me, but I don't think you're gonna care. Um, I am not a fan of Fantasia's voice. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Wait, wait, let me explain myself. Mm-hmm. Let me explain myself. I feel like I understand. Okay, thank you. No, but go ahead. She has classics. When I see mm-hmm. you, ride till I die, bro. Mm-hmm. I love Truth is, when you said I like her voice, that's the first thing. That, the first you hear the screaming. I, <laughs> I feel like before my brain came up with an argument, another part of my brain just said that. No, as soon as she said, I was like, I get it. Bruh. I was, but are you mad because you can't sing along? No. Oh, because that's what I'm still, still singing along. I just don't. I'm going to sing it in my tone. You know what the first image along. that came up? Was, you know that video of her performing and she's like over and she's just like a ball of sweat? <laughs> yes. And she's walking like this. <laughs> Isn't that no, what she was like? Isn't that you don't like her voice or you just don't <laughs> no, 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 no. I 
don't like her voice. As a person, I'm sure she's great. As a performer, cool. Her voice, she just, I just don't really think she can sing. She just screams and does a, like, I don't really think she has a voice. Do you like Patti LaBelle? Patty's, yeah, I do. Hmm. But that voice is like, you need, you know that's Patty. Unique? You know that's I mean, Fantasia, I think you do too. Know that's Fantasia. But I don't feel like Patty screams, though. She just has like a high pitch. I don't know why I just brought up Patty. I guess I just showed my own bias to what I think. <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay. I take that back. <laughs> I don't want any problems with people. Continue about Fantasia. <laughs> Tell us more, Ty. No. But she does have the hips, though. Both of them. But Fantasia, when I see you. Just when she just screaming. Um, but that's one. She's not really, like, hooping and hollering in that one. She's keeping it, like. Wait, no, it's not she's like, I love it. Yeah. But she did that one. But there's some songs where the whole song is her yeah. just doing that. The I, I whole love song. Her Christmas music. I, Jesus. Yeah. Well, you know she was brought up in the church. Sometimes I know. I feel like when you're brought up in the church, that is like the signature. Mm-hmm. But a lot of people have that. I, I heard like all, a lot of my favorite vocals in the church. Whitney don't sound Michelle's like in the church. Michelle do be having a yeah, little bit of That's what I, that's what I was Yeah. Saying. Mm-hmm. I think I get what you're saying. I don't though. think the impasse are going to cancel you on that. No, <laughs> I think everybody's like silently. We all touch like dream. that silent laugh. What I'm saying is she has. Yeah. <laughs> what I say is she just has a really um, distinguished tone, mm-hmm. and sometimes it's kind of like things you either love or you hate it. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like um, when you come like- that strong, it's like you gotta. Yeah. yeah you know. No, I like this person's voice. I'm gonna say, but I know a lot of people don't. Um, was it Audra Day or Andrea? Oh, Andrea Day. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, the things. Um, oh, and perhaps I know y'all saying it right now, and I can't hear y'all. What is that? That famous song that she sings. I oh, I thought you were talking about Aubrey O'Day. No, yeah. <laughs> that's why I shut up. I was like, oh, God. wait, no, no. <laughs> No, the girl who sings, um, hold on, isn't it Audrey? Audrey, yeah, Andra Day. Mm-hmm. She was, um, she played Billie Holiday in that new that movie on, um, oh, a lot she of does have one Rise of those Up, Rise Up. That's the song I was thinking of. Uh, Rise Up. So that song, uh, yeah, give us a good song. I like her music, but I know a lot of people like. But she, she actually kind of sounds like what's that other girl? Um, but she's white. You got the bang bang into my oh Jesse J. But she, her, and they sound similar. I feel like Jesse. Jesse got sing, that voice. Yeah, I feel like Jesse J would Jessie's sing her under the table. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't. Maybe I don't know. Jesse J. I thought she was Aubrey. <laughs> yeah. No. <laughs> I see what you mean, but Jess, Jesse, Jesse, she got some stripes on her yeah. too. She's kind of like. I would put her more in the Tory category, actually. Yeah. I, and I know you love Tory, right? I would. Tory Kelly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's my girl. I would put her. Mm-hmm. With, yeah. But. Tori first. <laughs> but I do love them both. Like neck and neck. But mm-hmm, yeah. different. But yeah, that category. But I like Tori because she also has one of those smoother voices. Like Jesse has one of those voices too that sometimes you're like, now Jesse. Yeah. Calm down. Like Bang Bang. I feel like yeah. she did a lot in Bang Bang. She could have dialed it back some. But yeah. But I get it. But that's what I'm saying. They're singers. But sometimes you you just, I just be like, all right. But yeah. But still, they can sing down. Yeah. But I agree. Yeah. Okay. You're not alone. Okay. And that was us. Holding oh, stays. <laughs> that did not what work. What about my butt? Oh, 
Okay, so continuing on the unpop unpopular hot, hot takes. takes, we're going to switch it all into clinical hot takes <laughs> that we just don't really agree with. Maybe unpopular. Yeah. You guys get to see what therapists don't like about being, <laughs> which isn't isn't it's common. Mm -hmm. I feel like what we're what we are gonna say today it might be really relatable. It might be, but also it might be a little hot take for the other therapist. Well, we'll see. Kick it yeah. off. Want me to? Okay. Um. Wait. What was mine? <laughs> <laughs> Three six oh, mafia. <laughs> um. So, just not a fan of supervision. So as mm. clinicians, um, I, I think, do y'all do bi-weekly supervision meetings? I don't do them. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yours is like optional? Yeah. Oh, so or, that's my hot take. I wish my supervision was optional. So as clinicians, we have, well, for, specifically for my um, my job, we have every other or bi-weekly supervisor meetings where we meet with the supervisor, we meet with other clinicians, we talk about administrative things, um, and then we just talk about any cases that are a little bit difficult or that we're struggling with and need um, opinions on. Mm -hmm. um, and I just wish that that was optional. Mine is mandatory. Do you guys have a rotation in which you're up to present? We don't even present. It's literally just free for all, which is like even more annoying. Even more. <laughs> so the standard is not atypical. Like sometimes that's you hear that, especially like fresh out of grad school, you actually want the supervision, obviously, to get your hours. But then when you've been doing this for a little bit, you're like, I rather have that hour to myself or yes. 30 minutes to myself. Um, Especially as someone who gets paid by the hour. I have to use oh, that hour yeah. to be with a client. And mm -hmm. I also want to surface, too, for anyone who's listening who's in therapy. We don't state names in supervision. We don't give away um, any details detailing who you are. It's literally just the situation. So, like, hey, I have a client who um, is really struggling right now with her anxiety. And I'm not quite sure how to help her because... Um, she's been resistant to treatments that I provided for her. So stuff yeah. like that. It doesn't give away any um, details on who the person is. And we're not the only one that does this. Lawyers right. sit in the boardroom and discuss right. their clients. That's very true. Doctors have. Doctors um, right. Surgeons. That, yeah, surgeons. The stuff you see on Grey's Anatomy where they're like in those mm -hmm. um, classes and doing those like presentations on a patient. That's is, a good visual. All yeah. the people that require HIPAA and all that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. you know, <laughs> all of the right. things. We don't we be talking outside, but we be talking inside. Yeah. Right. <laughs> But um, you wish it was optional. Yeah, just because I feel like there have been times where I needed to, um, like I needed it because I had a hard client or like I just said, like I have a model that I've been using that I don't feel like the client is really responding well from. So I definitely feel like um, they are helpful in those incidents, but I don't need it every other week. Sometimes monthly, maybe even every other month, but I just don't need it as frequent as they have it. And I don't like that it's mandatory. Yeah, I, I also think it's great that some people even have optional we're not we you know ours is weekly Damn. and my job and so it's bi-weekly where the bi-weekly oh. one is you no. have to come and the super are like supervisors there but the other one that's like every the other week it's just clinician ran and it's optional mm -hmm. but like of course if like management is there you just like encourage that you yeah. should go and participate mm -hmm. but usually if no one is there and like all the clinicians like so you want me and we're all like no <laughs> yeah so no absolutely but i think it's because mine is i'm not salary based i'm fee for service so i get paid by the clients so if i was more salary i might be more prone to it because that's part of my yeah. hours where I now it. 
yeah, I, I also work in a division where we have higher levels of care so they absolutely go to supervision mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but right now I'm the only one and there's like one other person who's coming who will be doing individual therapy so I, it doesn't make sense for me to sit in group individual or ther- um, group supervision because mm-hmm. they need that time I don't Yeah. Um, but we probably will have our own uh, outpatient one it just never really comes to fruition yeah. I think it's helpful and I think like if you're starting out even if yeah. you're not starting out it could be helpful but I think after a certain amount of time, you should be able to choose two. Yeah. I definitely think I agree with the point for like newer therapists is definitely really helpful um, just to get the perspectives of lots of people's point of view, lots of people's mm-hmm. just understanding of things. And it, I love hearing people that don't think like me of like how they've handled situations. Yeah. And yeah. I think it's been really insightful. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But I think at some point you're just kind of like, okay (laughs) like i know what i need to do i don't really need like a sounding board and especially just the consistent of how frequently it happens it's like all right like like you're saying a brush up every once in a while is cool but the frequency is like enough now one thing i do like that i would like and we'll talk off mic about this but i did like when i had supervision and was scheduled because it kept me on my toes it and they i would know like okay the week of 317 like tiara will be presenting on Mm -hmm. one of her clients i like that it holds you accountable and i think there's still benefits of having that to some degree Mm -hmm. um but maybe in a different fashion and not necessarily like having to do it on time that honestly you're not even going to be present because you're thinking about what you're missing yeah that's a good that's a good popular take yeah so so there's good and bad too i think all the takes we'll say today we see the good in them but they're still unpopular and mine's the same my unpopular take is freaking treatment plans (laughs) y'all they are so not overrated but if we're taking the good with the bad let's talk about the bad Mm -hmm. they're often not just they're not reflective of actual therapy or progress yeah mm-hmm. i know the insurance we know why they're there like, for insurance yeah. the insurance wants to like be able to quantify like you making progress but that doesn't dictate whether you're staying shorter or longer mm-hmm. you know you can make progress for years and still be like on my caseload yeah um and so i just feel like it's not reflect and i honestly don't see clients enjoy them making them as much mm-hmm. the ones that I, I feel like they're more appropriate for are for behavioral mm-hmm. issues and for like kids and families because you want them to recognize the the progress they're making and i want my individuals to do that too but we don't need a treatment plan every yeah. three months um to do that luckily we're kind of in this wave where now it's every six months and that mm-hmm. feels good but even then like keeping them up on their goals can be ever changing and i don't I, I tend to see clients kind of clam up and not like it when we're talking about actual goals mm-hmm. yeah not because they're scared of goals just because they're like it's so basic and like compute it it doesn't mm-hmm. feel like me yeah, yeah how i always do it like in my intake when it comes to treatment goals and i guess clients like so i'll be like okay so what do we want to get out of this experience and then of course somebody goes on a long thing like i just want to be a better person and i just want my life <laughs> yeah. to be blah 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 the and then i'm trying to like, cover that baby but, right and then i'm like <laughs> hold on i'm gonna um put that in therapy terminology and i'm like the pt wants to increase emotional regulation and distress yeah, yeah. tolerance and they're like yeah 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 that 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 yep that's what i want right but i'm just like let me just put what you're saying which obviously is something you can't quantify like i just want to have better blah 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 and i'm yeah. like let me put this in an insurance way that they can understand mm-hmm. but you're right like a lot of stuff that they're saying i'm like taking out big things that they're saying because they don't care yeah, if she has right. a better relationship with her mom but they just want to say something that's quantifiable that they can be like okay you're doing your job Mm -hmm. and you're doing this but yeah i like try to like talk it out with them of like okay i'm hearing what you're saying but i have to like put it into this other terminology that doesn't fully encompass what you're talking about right for me who i really like concrete stuff i like Uh saying like you have this skill this is what it's called this is when you use it so for me to say like i don't think we need a treatment plan like as much or it doesn't have to look like what it needs 
I think that says a lot because I like organization and mm-hmm. I still think that's a part of my therapy I'll always keep but I feel like after a while when you've seen somebody for so long it's almost doing a, a disservice to just keep them on this like very right. like short yeah. treatment plan you like, can still quantify and recognize their goals and progress without a computer in front of you doing that like yeah. how i'll quantify that my bitch is more enlightened right like, <laughs> she's just giving more and that's what how I do say. i put that i feel like some of the clients that i have recently got are more so of like hey i had therapy for this amount of time i took a break and i just want to kind of be more consistent on having somebody that i can talk to like outside of my family so i'm like again how do i put that in a treatment plan like i do feel like it's beneficial and they need it but it's not a specific like oh they have bipolar or or they're having like behavioral concerns Mm -hmm. it's literally just wanting to be have a person that can help them regulate i've never seen my treatment plan with my personal therapist i don't know if she i'm sure she's doing (laughs) some more insurance nah i mean the first time i saw my diagnosis i was like heather come here You know what? I never even asked. I never asked either. I, I, I feel like I'm an as ask a now. clinician myself. I can assume what she. Would yeah, be. I know what she put from mine. Most but I don't likely. even know. It probably hurt my feelings. <laughs> you right. take that about me? <laughs> no, seriously, seriously. That's how I was like, oh really? Oh, yeah. maybe that. I'll go in a little bit deeper, but maybe now you just brought up. I knew a hot take would come. Do you have that with mine? I'm done. What you got? Diagnosis mm. and the need that we have to do it, and how mm. also when clients how quick. Get, like buck about it. <laughs> I've had to like fully pull out a DSM and be like, let's talk about why I put this, mm-hmm. or I just like to get ahead of it beforehand. And I guess to give context, y'all, empaths, like typically, like when we do even the most simple of session, we're talking about a breakup, like insurance, you have to put a formal diagnosis to get paid for it by insurance companies. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're if you are a clinician that takes insurance, so a lot of clients get really off put, like if they read their treatment plan and read all those things and see like a diagnosis, and it can be like a, a big thing that like therapists have to like navigate. And I, I really hate it because I really hate the fact that we have to put a diagnosis there. Yeah. Like, I don't see the necessity in most of the cases. And a lot of times, like, right. because a lot of diagnoses have a lot of negative stigma. Mm-hmm. Like, it can just, you can already start out because the treatment plans have to be done, like, day one. So, mm-hmm. it's just, like, it already, a lot of times, depending on the diagnosis, it can just start us off on the wrong foot because maybe they are, like, defensive or, like, untrusting. And or maybe it, sometimes that diagnosis isn't fully them, but we have to put something close as possible possible mm-hmm. exactly and it, i just wish that it wasn't there because sometimes i just feel like it's an unnecessary um battle because and this is the breakdown i have with my clients too i'm like listen like how i do things like i like to just treat symptoms like diagnosis aside like we're just talking about what's going on for you and how we can work through it a diagnosis doesn't it really doesn't encapsulate all that is a human right but we have to put it and i'm just being real with you that's what insurance wants but yeah, depending on the client, if you don't have that rapport and they see that, it could just cause a wedge that I hate has to happen because I yeah. don't really want to put anything there in my damn self, but mm-hmm. we have to. Mm-hmm. So. And sometimes you can know, though, right off um, the bat. And, it's, and I think sometimes clients come to intake saying like, oh, I've been diagnosed with this. So kind of we can just like process that along unless yeah. it's something we really don't agree with. Because um, I had a client about adjustment disorder and got bucked with it. She was what? like, that's the what? easiest that one. Never- but that's basically oh literally what we put when there's nothing. Nothing. <laughs> Listen, y'all. I y'all know because y'all not therapists know what too. No, she, they don't, and they're just like upset about it. But I'm telling it to my coworkers. They're like, "Girl, what she want? What more does she want from me?" But, but they don't know, <laughs> right? They don't know, so they're just upset because they're like, "I'm you say I'm having a problem with adjustment." I'm like, "Okay, we can sit and talk about like what this means." But literally, adjustment for once again empaths, y'all. To let y'all know, adjustment just is not really like 
it just means that it's a specific stimuli that's happening in your life and you're adjusting so adjustment disorder if you were Mm -hmm. to be um more showing more depressive symptoms than you are you just go went through a breakup maybe two weeks before so you've been crying a lot and sad Mm -hmm. of course a reasonable person would never Mm -hmm. diagnose you with depression because there was literally a stimulus that happened two weeks prior that led to your symptoms that you're having now so it's just showing like if this wasn't happening would this person have these symptoms no so it's an act it's a matter of adjusting to a certain scenario situation blah 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 so we would just put this adjustment disorder just so we have something for insurance but people see that and they're like what that mean you think i'm i'm like i'll explain but once again i'm like sis i too wish i didn't have to put anything just be yeah. like she going through a breakup she going through some shit right now yeah, i right. wish i all oh, i too wish i could just say a that life-changing event and insurance wouldn't care but if yeah. i do you'll be paying out of pocket exactly <laughs> right. you don't want that either. which one would you prefer do you want a 20 dollar copay or 200 <laughs> Right. I'm trying. I'm trying to help you out. Cause life stands. <laughs> how much they pay per co- or per session, depending on how many minutes you spend with the client, it is ridiculous. On, exactly. So depending, this is what I'm saying. Insurance, baby, we trying to help you out. So, but yeah, I think I'm also fine in my therapeutic style is being really transparent about those processes mm-hmm. because we yeah. know it because yeah. we're a part of it, and our clients are not in this field. Some well, some of them are not, and so when they're coming in, I have no problem being like, this is how insurance work this is how it is this is why i did this this is why i put this and i have no problem with it but sometimes you aren't able to get ahead of it before other people can you know maybe a bigger unpopular take i actually don't like diagnosing on my first encounter yeah yeah like marquis right like sometimes you can tell off the bat but i actually like to kind of like be a contrarian right now i'm like no it's impossible to know somebody that well right off the bat and it's not to say we can't detect some things that are likely accurate i would hope the school or the schooling and (laughs) licensure hours can Mm -hmm. make us keen to that which they do but i'm actually totally fine being like yeah i don't really want to diagnose you with something until for me personally in an idealistic world like maybe a few months Mm -hmm. like i can see you we can talk and but, but let's like I feel like that's like long-term care and like but I, I agree with yeah. that too because I feel like with more and more sessions you get more information you're like mm-hmm. oh mm-hmm. oh and then Trauma, they, they'll tell you yeah. another story and you're like ooh, I see how your brain is brain and okay mm-hmm. I feel like I understand you more and it's like I don't get those nuances in one session yeah right right this is like five six seven eight sessions where now I feel like I know this person really and how mm-hmm. they're how they think and yeah. how it aligns with the actual criteria that exactly. the dsm is for now mm-hmm. now you're like yeah you have this um but i know like that's just like not ideal or not realistic mm-hmm. um but also the um i love how none of our things have to do with clients and they have to do like <laughs> systematic i told you if i'm in a session with them okay, i love absolutely. them it's everything outside of yeah. them um what was i gonna say about like the timeline of diagnoses like yes like maybe people like them but not needing one i don't know i forgot but overall yeah i don't feel like that's necessarily like that wasn't even how traditional therapy started you didn't come mm-hmm. in and get a diagnosis and then yeah. when you go to your doctors you don't always get like a diagnosis that day of like they want to do a workup and i wish we exactly. have more room to do that oh i was gonna say anxiety and depression i feel like those are ones that we can seemingly see on the surface right off mm-hmm. the bat but because they are like treacherous twins you really have i'd like to take time to see which one's the primary diagnosis mm-hmm. and which one's comorbidity or do you run anxious until you're paralyzed and now you're depressed because you're getting nothing done mm-hmm. or do you run depressed and now you're anxious because you don't have anything done and you have to get shit done yep so i like to see which yeah. comes first and sometimes they're like i'm anxious i'm like well what Part part of the cycle are you in 
Or they're like, I'm depressed. I'm like, well, what you part know, of the cycle are you in? You know what's... Yeah. I, if I had a dollar for every time I came in thinking one thing, and literally it's been sometimes with yes. some people, it's been... I've worked with a client for a year where all of a sudden it totally hit me yes. what their actual diagnosis was. Because <laughs> yeah, it, like, yeah. it was hidden under all this stuff. Like mm-hmm. if I could give like a little example, like I had a, a client who I originally thought potentially they were saying that they had anxiety. Um, but cause they would forget a lot of things. And also they were like maybe ADHD and like would work was like not getting messed up because they would forget things. And then literally a year later, I'm like, Oh, it's depression. Mm, and yeah. it, but it, it took me so long mm-hmm. to get there where it now all made sense. And then we were able to do like medication management and things have been on a completely different, but it took mm-hmm. months. Yeah. That's how I feel about my one client. Um, recently, we just had a discovery on Friday. She came to me previously diagnosed with um, borderline personality disorder. And y'all know we did. Um, well, I don't know if this matters, so never mind. But um, y'all know how we've talked about like the anxious black woman and it's. Yeah. Ang- anger but it's mm-hmm. actually anxiety that's when we come to the realization because i noticed i'm like girl all of these things that you're saying you're so angry about is because your schedule is being fucked with i'm like you got pissed because of i don't know your son having to do this and that's not something we were playing you got mad about this i'm like it's giving anxious and she was like sat for a good amount of time and was like i never noticed how anal i was i feel like that's it that is what it is and i'm like yeah and that took three months of me meeting with her to be like you are angry, but it's not BPD. You're actually just really anxious because your schedule is, you know, sometimes getting a little conflicted and not what you've been expecting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yes. Also, like, I feel like we have, like, CBT, DBT, um, TF, so many modalities of how to work, but I wish we had more of a framework for actual attachment. Because, mm-hmm. um, you know, people are coming, yes. like, for, our, for depression or anxiety, but we do have attachment disorders in the um, DSM. Yeah. But we don't necessarily have like uh and I, I get because like attachment is nature versus nurture and for insurance and science and studies a lot of it's going to be like naturally it's going to be nature based because you can quantify it versus mm-hmm. nurture nurture we can certainly do the studies for and maybe they are doing some of that in the works but it's also going to like it, it takes more labor and manpower to kind of do nurture studies mm-hmm. um and co- find yeah. like a validity or a reliability that's going to say hey you can use this and this will work with your clients and yeah. also most of those like want specific ones that are in a dsm insurance doesn't accept those yeah. so you know this is a really mm-hmm. nerdy we're talking about topic right now <laughs> but diagnosing i remember like this kid had rad and i'm like which is like reactive attachment disorder and we're kind of working through a trauma response which is close and it's in the neighborhood but if we actually had like the foundations of like if you have rad you really the treatment for that is building trust within your like family system or like relationships mm-hmm. you have to trust again um and that's not necessarily like what's in like cbt and the, shit like yeah. that. the closest you mm-hmm. can sometimes for a lot of those attachment you can just put like ptsd or trauma but that yeah. doesn't that truly that does not yeah. quantify like what the actual work is we're doing like i'll put the other stuff at the end like i'll do the primary diagnosis but the other stuff will be like mm-hmm. what actually is what fucking actually going happened. on <laughs> but it's like mm-hmm. that stuff to me is so annoying because it's like i just want to I just want to be in the office and do my shit. I just want to talk. I just want to be a therapist. All this other dumb, like, corporate shit. annoying. Hoopla. Yes. This was some good unpopular takes. So those are things going on behind the scenes. This was our nerdiest one, but also I really feel like we were, like, full big brain. Yes. I love this. Because this is, like, actually what therapy 
is. Yes. And before the girlies go ahead and do oh, the yes. couch ending, I do want to throw it out there. Do not um, be afraid or hesitate to message us for our letter segment. Let's unpack um, that. Yes. So once again, hit us up on Instagram. Slide in the DMs. I know some of y'all do. Y'all mm -hmm. were complaining about holding space. Complain mm -hmm. about somebody getting on your nerves in your life. <laughs> Um, so hit us up on Instagram at Empathetic Black Hotties. Um, and you can also email us at Empathetic Black Hotties at gmail.com. Do you want to spell? I was just about no, to ask, so we're no, spelling empathetic. <laughs> so I always spell em empathetic as empath, so E M P A T H. Oh, you're and then okay. I just I'm add E T I C. Well, that's wrong. Is it? See, this is why I'm empath. Is it? Listen, y'all, I'm going to put it in our description no, box. No, it's not. Tea's lying. Tea's lying. Are you serious? I think you said a T in it. God, no, we are all. No, empath. E M P A T H. No, I feel like I'm getting anxiety for E T I C. No, you got it. See? I don't know if that's what you said the first time. But no. Okay, so maybe the breakdown confused y'all. I'm sorry if it did. Our email is literally linked in our motherfucking bio. Yeah, And I'll put it in the description box, y'all. But definitely, we would love to hear from you and we would love to unpack something with you as well. So hit us up. When it comes to our couch, you, you can, can always, always sit, sit with, with us. us. <laughs>